Hello, everybody. It's Friday, July 29th, and welcome to Quick Save, the saving content podcast. I'm Evan Rowe. With me today, as usual, is Scott Ellison. How you doing, Scott? Doing great. How are you, man? Um, good. I'm good. Yeah, I had a pithy response for this question in mind, like, 20 minutes ago, uh-huh. and I have already forgotten it so that's good cool cool yeah yeah <laughs> uh oh i don't think yeah, you were prepared for my energy yeah maybe, you know maybe that knocked it off course you're right i think i was i was allowing myself time to remember what i was going to talk about after you do your usual thing and then i would come in but um as the not so great uh one per- person guy said the one time we're uh fuck this we're doing it live people yeah that guy <laughs> yeah that guy um no i, I actually I've, remember I've, i think i've already done this joke before or actually it might have been with you where i we were talking about it and i referred to him as john c o'reilly oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i know you did that <laughs> i remember it oh god um no i will tell you what i am and that's that is irritated and here's why <laughs> um have you ever had those outshine like fruit bar popsicles? Yeah, totally. Yeah, those things are great, right? They're delicious. Yes. Um, we had a box of the lemon ones in the house recently because it's hot as shit around here lately and popsicles are great in the evenings. Um, and I like the lemon one because I like tart stuff and lemon flavored things in general. And I was eating one on the deck last night uh, after dinner. And I was like, man, it was, this one was like partially unfrozen, just like a little bit. So it was starting to turn into more of like a slush consistency, like just the, the beginning of that transition. Okay. Like, Boy, you know what would be good is if I just took a few of these and scraped them off of the stick and put them in the blender and turn them into frozen lemonade because it's basically one step removed, right? Yeah, yeah. And then for the rest of the night, all I could think about was I want some frozen lemonade. And then I started looking around like, okay, who who sells frozen lemonade around here? Like where what restaurant could I go to to procure such a delicious beverage? And it's actually like not a thing a lot of places just have, you know? All right. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I don't know. You can go to some places and be like, yo, give me um, give me a frozen daiquiri or whatever, or, or Slurpee, right? You know where to get a Slurpee. And it's the same, yeah. similar consistency. Frozen lemonade is a more specific thing. Um, I figured out that Chick-fil-A has frozen lemonade, and I don't really like giving them my business anymore, but yeah, there's one nearby, and I was like, I'll try it. I'll give it a shot. Have you ever had one of these? From there? Yeah. No, I've, yeah. I've been there exactly two times. Great. Keep it that way. Uh, (laughs) It is a travesty of marketing to call this drink a frozen lemonade because. I don't know, the last time I checked, like lemonade is not supposed to have dairy in it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you're doing you're doing the Drew Scanlon blinky guy (laughs) meme right now. And that's exactly right. Like you take a sip from this and it's just like. You're expecting, you know, very light, crisp, tart and sweet lemony flavors and ice and 
you get like this mouthful of creaminess with a hint of citrus. And it is like one of the most upsetting things that's ever happened to me. I mean, that's fine if it if it was orange flavored, but lemon. Sure. I don't I don't quite see it. And like, yeah, I don't get it either. Like, if look, if I wanted a lemon milkshake because that's what this fucking is, fine. Like, great. Um, that all makes sense. I don't know why you would call this a frozen lemonade because it is not that. And now I like forever will hold a grudge against this chain. As if you needed the, any more ammunition. It's true. They literally are just giving it to me on the daily just about. But um, I did learn that Sonic uh, has frozen lemonades and they have apparently real ones and like a whole selection of them and frozen limeade as well. So oh, yeah, like, they do like a bunch of crazy shit with their frozen stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can basically have them make whatever you want. Um, sounds pretty cool. So I'm going to go there tomorrow and see if I can like rectify the situation. But even as I was sitting out on the back deck tonight with my daughter after dinner, having another <laughs> outshine lemon popsicle and feeling a little bit better about myself and my life, I was still just grumbling the whole time about like, man, this whole thing went sideways. Yeah. So I guess you could say the situation left a bad taste in my mouth, Scott. Thank you. Uh, I hope you're doing better than me. Yes, definitely. Um, you, you've been up to some stuff recently. Where have you yeah. been? Yeah. I've been to Sedona. Mm-hmm. Is that a car? Uh, yeah, Kia Hyundai, makes those. Uh, you Hyundai bought a car? Like Santa Fe. They make, <laughs> like, I don't think they make a Sedona. Oh, okay. No, Kia they makes should. a Sedona. Do they? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. Um, yeah, I, so, yeah. I tell took, me all about it. I took vacation for the first time in four years. It's a long time. It is a very long time. I'm, I'm impressed you're still alive. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it very much. Um, so like two weeks of vacation. First week was kind of like just a staycation and just chilled, played games finished up some stuff around the house, got ready to, you know, be away from the house for a little over a week. Naturally. Then, uh, went to Sedona and it was hot, uh, but not like anything that I haven't already been used to. So it didn't bother me any, uh, we were, we were staying in a timeshare Mm. and like basically uptown Sedona was just like up this hill and, Mm -hmm you know, we don't want to drive everywhere. So we just walked it, but it's, it's a really steep hill. Like no, no kidding. Like, I don't know what this is percentage wise or, uh, degrees wise of, of, a incline, but it's, it's very steep, you know, and, uh, you kind of have to like lean forward and you can walk it. You you feel it in your calves. You feel it in your shins. You feel it. You feel it everywhere in your legs, but it's great. And we would do this like multiple times a day. It's so fucking good. Did it like every day. So it's just like at first it was a pain in the ass, but like literally as, as yes, as the week went on though, like it started to feel really good. Good. That's nice. Yeah. It's, it's good. You like incorporate a little bit of exercise into your vacation and then suddenly like it goes from being 
yeah, oh gosh, there's this new thing that and my legs hurt. And now it's like, no, this, why don't I do this every day? Kind of, I should yeah. take this habit home with me. I wish I would have something like that, like at that much of an incline. Uh, but yeah, so we would just walk around. We, you know, tried all the different places for lunch. We uh, did some, We did the pink Jeep tour, which I don't know if you're familiar. I am not. I've never heard of this. Uh, it's a... It's what it, what it says. Uh, so it's okay. just a, a company that will take you on various kinds of tours in of and around Sedona Jeeps. within a, a pink Jeep. Yeah. Oh, oh, I see. Um, okay. And it's just, so it's just city tour that happens to take place in a pink Jeep. Is there any other like thematic pink Jeep shit that happens? No, it's just like, like a, th- there's, there's like a story behind it. Basically, uh, this dude, in uh like the like 1959 would have to make runs to the post office uh, um which was like a day and a half away or something mm-hmm. and he eventually got a jeep and because it was costing him so much to to go to the post office he had to make some extra money so he started like just driving people around Sedona and showing him stuff. Oh. And it eventually just turned into a business. And his wife was the one that came to the recommendation that like, you should paint your Jeep pink. So it stands out. Okay. And then the what business kind of, just kind of grew from there. That makes sense. What kind of pink are we talking here? Is this like a, like a Mary Kay, like a baby pink, a soft pink, a pastel pink. Is this neon pink? What's the deal? It's like a, like a, hmm, like a, Oof. like between hot pink and the pastel pink. Okay. Yeah, that sounds solid. A respectable pink. Yes. Like bright, saturated, but not like burning from it. Burning your eyes from it. <laughs> Good. Good. That sounds agreeable. Okay. So we we went on one of those tours. It was It was pretty like light in terms of like the off-road part of it because we had uh we had my wife's 84 year old grandmother with us so we had to keep things light but she's totally like down for stuff like that it's just we you know yeah you just you don't want to take her on the ace ventura too like bouncing around yeah in the the car style tour necessarily exactly uh what kind of stuff like that you see uh well a, a lot of uh buttes but i like to say butts <laughs> good uh there, there's Lots there's a lot of them out there yeah they they have a ton of buttes i hear they have do they have any bluffs you know they don't they, they, i'm actually like i'm being i'm being flip but i'm like what actually remind me again what a bluff is is it like cliffs Kinda. Uh, a steep cliff bank or promontory. Okay. I've never heard anyone say promontory. Neither have I. So I wouldn't trust anybody who said that. <laughs> yeah. Someone who uses the word promontory casually in conversation is up to some shit. Uh, I did some swimming. 
I, nice. yeah, just, it was relaxing. I just didn't do shit. Um, like I, I brought my work laptop in case things went just sideways. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought maybe I would use it just to like do website stuff. Sure. None of that happened. Good. The most, the most technology I used was like my phone. I played yeah. mobile games. That That's fair. I mean, and that's, I feel like that's how it should be, you know, like I often do the same thing where I'll like bring the technology with me with the intent, the intent of doing things. And then actually I don't touch it and it's way better that way. Yeah, totally. I, I brought my play date. Didn't fucking touch Ooh. it. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, have you, have you touched it at, at all? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like so like week one's games kind of don't care about week two's games don't care about week yeah. three though now we're talking <laughs> now, uh, week three i can get into yeah week three's games uh i have to it's not that far hang on go grab it i'll vamp i'll fill time um it was a tain reference for anyone who all right missed it hi welcome back oh yeah there's your craft single Yep. Uh, with do you with my grimace cover? How do you like the cover? Because I didn't order one with mine. Uh, it's great. I mean, like I haven't like dropped shit on it or <laughs> scratched it like on purpose, but like or Hulk I, I, it. I, I like the comfort of it. Plus, it's uh, it's magnetic, mm-hmm. so you got these studs here. Yeah, that that hook into the back plate here, uh, <sighs> and it just goes right in. And I'm not gonna let it go but you know yeah it holds it the the promise is that it's doing that so yeah so got to play day here and so good grief what's the name of your game good gravy time travel adventures oh yes i've heard of this one this one is great this is the one that i've been i've been waiting for so i can Pull out my crank here, and then you do the, all the gameplay is this. Oh, ah, yeah. and, it, and it's a, a timing based game. It's awesome. Man, that sounds great. I so according to the the like Google sheet that the community is using to keep track of progress on shipments, um, I'm like a thousand places away from my unit shipping, and they've been doing them in chunks of like two to. Th- 25 2000 to 2500 like yeah like this for group two so as soon as they do this next wave i should be getting mine sent out which i'm very excited about but it's just like also a two to three week gap between waves they've been doing in group two which sort of sucks yeah um, i like keep holding out hope that like someone from panic is going to show up and handle deliver mine since you know that Portland, would be cool but it's not it's the, the yeah cable is not gabe and that's that is just fine that's <laughs> all right um but uh yeah i i've been debating whether to order a cover um and i feel like i probably should to protect it do you do you stand yours up on your desk and use it as a clock i don't i should though i could definitely do that uh but yeah so real quick uh of the games that i play there's casual birder a uh, week one game Ooh. it's a photo game it's fine but like it's not that deep yeah uh the 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 other kind of like launch game is a uh, whitewater wipeout. It's a surfing game. Ooh. 
Eh. Eh. Uh, but yeah, Time Travel <laughs> Adventure is really good. And there's uh, Boogie Loops. It's just like a music maker. Some people toy. seem to really like that. I'm just not into that kind of stuff. So like for me, yeah. it just doesn't do anything. Yeah, I, I don't think that's going to be for me either. But I, I know that people who are into that stuff say it's a really good one of those. Like I would, I like for me to get into it, I would have to take something like if someone like said, here's here's my layout of my loop that you can copy and then it'll play uh, Buddy Holly from Weezer or something. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if it can even do that, but I'm just saying right. like as some some sort of example, then sure. yeah, I would probably do that, plug it in and just get it to do that. But I'm not going to spend any time with it. Um, and then I just have all this stuff that came out while I was on vacation that I didn't even have this thing connected to Wi-Fi, so it wasn't oh. even updating. So you just uh, got it, basically. Yeah, so there's Lost Your Marbles, Pick Pack Pup. I no idea what any of these are. Demon Quest 85. There's an eyeball. It doesn't have a name. Sounds uh, cool. Flipper Lifter. No what? clue. <laughs> okay. Echoic Memory. Um, I'm actually Ooh. pretty excited about like most of these right here just because like uh, they are not Whitewater Wipeout for one. <laughs> Yeah, I heard uh, I heard that one's just more gimmicky than like very gimmicky. Yeah. So, yeah, like I just brought it. I didn't even play it. Um, I was just like either busy with like family things or just activities. I was never yeah. really tired. I was sore like that entire fucking week. Um, <laughs> but yeah, lots of walking. Well, I also walked like five miles like the day before we left for Sedona. Oh, geez. And. Yeah, I just hadn't walked that that far in a long time. So I, I had been sore from that moment. Then we get to Sedona, do the hill stuff, walking around, going shopping, doing food stuff, whatever. Mm. And so like constantly walking, getting in the pool, swimming for like two hours straight. Yep. I just, just never stopped being sore. Uh, yeah. I, I eventually stopped being sore like around like Thursday uh, of last <laughs> week. Yeah. Uh, so finally. But it was it was cool. I, I had a great time. And then ha- basically halfway to driving back home is my parents house. So we stopped off there, stayed there for the weekend mm-hmm. and then drove back up to our house on Sunday. And I went back to work on Monday, which gave me like no like transition time, really. Um, yeah. <clears throat> like that's, I, even, that's the... I even came home and like not only did I like bring everything in from the car, like all the luggage and stuff, but then I mowed the lawn right after. <laughs> of course. Cause it was a mess. It needed to be mowed. Yeah. Uh, it's, like a, it's a fine line you have to walk though. Like making sure you maximize that vacation time as much as possible, but also yeah. leaving that buffer. It turns out is pretty important. I hadn't, it was like an okay buffer. Like it was fine. Like it wasn't that yeah. hard to transition. From. Okay. Yeah. I just wish I had more, but uh, it was actually fine. It's like the you come home, you're like, ah, I need a vacation from my vacation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so now that I'm back, I've just been getting back into gaming. Good. I've just been playing like a bunch of random shit. Uh, I did get something for <laughs> review, but I've just been playing random shit. Uh, that also I, feels good. I played this game called Polygon. Uh, it is basically Battlefield. There, I, there. So there's this whole thing going on where because of the way that that 
uh, Battlefield 2042 came out, there's like all these Battlefield clones coming out. So it's this free-to-play Battlefield clone, essentially. And it's got a really awesome art style. Oh, wow. Plays great. It's insane. This is wild. Yeah, this totally looks like not flat shaded battlefield, but like it's just like a low polygon. It's 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 like battlefield done in the style of deep rock. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Low poly, like you said, but huh, that's kind of neat. And it's super fun. I, I really enjoy playing it. Uh, I see recent reviews on Steam are mixed. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. I don't know. I was having fun with it. Uh, but like I just played that just to do something. <laughs> just to uh, feel something. Just to feel something again. <laughs> uh, I tried that multiverses game. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've never played Smash in my life. So that's right. I played this and it's fine. Like I every match that I played, I played like duos. I won. Uh, and I was always like the MVP, if you will. It's not a thing they have. I, I but, will. Sure. Uh, like, it's fine. Um, I'm sure like maybe as like some sort of ranking system comes into play or like it learns how I'm I'm playing that I'm going to get matched against someone who's going to kick my ass. But yeah, um, I don't know. It's fun. It's fine. I like the IP. Like I, I like the the whole like Warner Brothers IP where you get. Scooby-Doo, Batman, you know, uh, like this whole Rick and Morty, LeBron James, like this whole yeah. plethora of of characters. Like, I think that's neat. I just, it's mm-hmm. not really a game for me. Yeah. Hallowed Warner Brothers character, LeBron James. Yes, yes. I, I know it's a Space Jam thing. I just, I can't yeah. resist. Yeah, though, it's uh, cool. I remember seeing like the trailers that came out for that uh, a few months ago, right? And they were kind of hyping up what that could look like and it was of all of these smash style brawlers i not brought fighters i guess um that have come out like it actually looked like maybe one of the more interesting ones but i think you just have to be bought into that style of game at this point which i am not yeah it's cool i just just one of those things is just not for Mm me yep uh Cartel Ty- Tycoon came out. Uh, it left early access. Haven't really messed with it that much, uh, but I just started a new save just to kind of get reacquainted with it. Mm-hmm. I reinstalled Two Point Hospital because Two Point Campus is coming out soon. Yeah. Uh, and I'm probably going to be reviewing that. Uh, so I'm just kind of like getting refamiliarized with kind of the, the structure of that. Here's a surprising one. You ready for this one? Uh, I know, but I'm bracing myself. I played PUBG. Okay. I wanted to check out the new map. Uh, it's pretty cool, but fuck, man. I still have so many problems with that game. It's just hard like, to go back it's, to. Like, the, like, it is very clean now. Like, they've really Ooh. like cleaned up the UI. Uh, the game is really, like, good-looking now. The... There's still a lot of jank in like the shooting and the mechanics. Mm-hmm. Um, but like what rubs me the wrong way is just like I spend like 20 minutes in a in a 
in a game just running around and I don't fucking find anybody. Like the maps are not right. like the maps are too big for how many players are on it. Yeah. The the pacing of it is just very different from pretty much everything else at this point, right? Like, you know, Warzone moves hyper fast. Fortnite moves pretty quick. Um, what's the uh, Apex is also pretty quick. Like, yeah. you know, your time to combat in any of those never exceeds like five minutes and on the on the top end right yeah. uh, and you kind of have to be trying to do that um yeah but yeah like PUBG, you can you can drop and not see anyone for 20 or 25 minutes easy and that was kind of the problem is i was getting like looted up making it to top 10 all the time before i actually started seeing people and it just i don't know i just i did all right like top five yeah. stuff but like it just that's not really the core issue. So like for me, like no. it's, it's all the waiting you do. So yeah. it's, it's the, the queuing. And then once the, you're queued, yeah. you, you are in the lobby and then you're in the lobby for at least a minute. And then once you're out of the lobby, you're in the plane and it takes like 30 to 45 seconds for the plane to kind of get to maybe where you want to drop. Mm-hmm. Then you drop and it's like, it's a really long way to get down to where you're going because once you open that parachute, the parachute's super slow. Then once you get to the ground, it's, and, and then from there, it's all the running around until you find someone and then you die and then you don't have, uh, the, the queuing up. So you go back to the lobby and restart that whole process. It just, it takes fucking forever. Yeah, it does. And I, I, I remember this was the thing you and I were complaining about the last time we played together, which is just like, God, the, there's a, a better term for saying this, but yeah, just the time to get back into a match and the time between when you see action is just way too high. Way too uh, fucking high. And like, it is like, I, it is something that I would like to play more. Like I did have like a good time, but it also wasted my time. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, I, it's fun. And, but like, it's just the time between just, just time to get back into a new match like let alone time between seeing action across matches it's just it's a lot of waiting around yeah I, I don't i don't have the patience for that not to mention uh i got into like a top five situation and then the game just fucking froze mm. uh and then another time i was just running and it crashed like it is just it's still that jank like it's not the mechanic yeah. jank but it's just the the build of it is janky and it's just I just don't have time for that in my life anymore, but it is so much better. Like I, I will admit that it is vastly improved from kind of where we left off with it. Even that's good, but I just can't tolerate what it's, what it's doing. Well, and like, and some of the jank is fine and like, is the, is charming even right. And like, yeah, I remember those are, that's some of the stuff that we really liked about it back in the day, but yeah, I think where where everything else has become so polished and feels really good to play always or or like 99% of the time, it's hard going back to something that is like in I don't know if intentionally janky is the right way of putting it, but certainly isn't going out of its way to address any of the jank that is still latent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good for you for trying. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like my every two year check-in on PUBG, So I think, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. 
it's it's good of you to to give it the time of day occasionally yeah so i've just been playing just cycling through stuff um kind of into some like turn-based stuff right now which is is very good because uh i'm i'm playing something for review uh it's called hard west 2 i really can't say anything about it other than the fact that i'm playing it okay um but it's it's uh it's very satisfying uh unlike some some other like turn-based stuff that i was checking out uh and then I've, I've been seeing like just people talking about uh this game tales of arise yeah so uh i checked out the demo and i had a really great time with it oh uh, good jrpgs are not really my thing but historically uh, no now i own it on steam so maybe I'll, I'll be able to check it out pretty soon oh like you just went ahead and bought the game <laughs> Oh no 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 fair enough. I I have some some press friends who happen to have a code lying around and oh sweet yeah that's that's even better yeah that's cool. I just played the demo for that on the PS5 like a week ago. Who which character did you decide to play the demo with? Two Swords Glowy Guy. Yeah, good choice. Good yeah, choice. he's yeah, he's a lot of fun. I I played through the demo with uh is it Xion, I think is her name. Uh girl what wears the white dress and does the shooties. Yeah, um, yeah. Ranged milady. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> Can smell your fedora from here. Um <laughs> hang on, I'm putting that on the titles list. Um good. I like the idea of her character, but I found combat with her to be incredibly boring and i was like i don't think i came away with this game with the best possible impression i'm going to try again with like any other character yeah um but i i like what's on order there um and like i haven't played a jrpg in a bit i guess not since i played final fantasy 7 remake last summer and i guess that's the last time i touched one but even that's more of an action game uh i feel like at least the way the combat works but um I've been having a hankering. I don't have the time. Yeah. But but yeah, Tales of Rise has been on my radar. Um, so I'm curious. I'm very Tales curious. <laughs> yeah, I also um, resurfaced Scarlet Nexus. I've, I bought it in like oh, a yeah. bundle. So like those two, like if I can find some time, will be like some JRPGs that I, I kind of dip my toes into what's what's uh, got you jrpg curious these days i don't know just people have nice things to say and like mm-hmm. i you know growing up like when i was a teenager i was strictly a, a racing game player and first person mm-hmm. shooter it was you know you know need for speed 3 and duke nukem 3d or something you know like those were my jams and those were the only things that i played and i never explored anything else but um as i you know, became an adult. I played a lot more things, but then also once I got into reviewing, I started playing a whole lot more things that I would have never even thought to play. Yeah. You know, like grand strategy games. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love the shit out of them now, but I never would have thought about it. And just JRPGs have always been like the one thing that I, I never touched. The one thing for me is, is, is really like the, the, like turn-based battles are fine, but the menu-based ones are yeah. really hard for me to get over. 
Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Mm hmm. Yeah, so I can see why like traditional Final Fantasies would have been like a turnoff or like, you know, not something you'd want to dip into. I yeah, mean, so I, when it, I, yeah, I totally get that. When I checked out the Final Fantasy VII remake, that was a much better uh, like introduction to that, that style that worked for me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, even though that's high, still fairly menu driven, I think the, the way they do it is. is yeah, it, it just feels different. Yeah, um, but like Tales of Arise is totally my speed. It's, it's like yep. almost pure combat, essentially. Mm -hmm. Scarlet yeah, Nexus is pretty close to that, too. Um, hmm. So, yeah, I just might as well try these things out and, and go from there. Uh, yeah, just a whole smattering of games like there's there's stuff that I have uh, on my plate that I just haven't gotten to. There's a game called Sweet Transit. Uh, it, it is basically Chris Sawyer's locomotion, but a city like a whole city builder based around the transportation of locomotives like there's no other way to to do transportation but trains nice uh so that just came out in early access just recently uh there's another game called against the storm that i want to look at farthest frontier is a like uh another kind of city builder it's from the the uh developers of titan quest and grim dawn Okay. So they're they're getting away from action RPGs and and trying this out. So yeah, like just a bunch of games are out right now. Uh yeah. I, I don't I've got something for review, but other than that, like I'm just kind of trying some other stuff out. Cool. It's a good time to be just playing stuff. Yeah, I need to I need to get back to Stray. I I started it and I just need to finish it because I know it's short, so I kind of just want to knock that out, you know. Yeah, I mean, I've got lots to say about that, but it's like it's a six hour game. Um, so like, yes, knock that it was, out. That was, please. that was my that was my segue. Yeah, no, that's good. I like your segue. Um, yeah, I played I played straight for review for the site, um, which is up and went up and last week. And let me say you and Ed had full control of the site while I was gone. Like I wasn't <laughs> near computers. You guys were like running the shit. You were posting uh, stuff. It's, uh, you know, the site mostly runs itself. Uh, you've yeah. got a good ship here. Um, yeah, we were doing all right. We were holding it down, you know? Um, but yeah, it's, uh, so that review's up. And so like, that was timely. This discussion is not because we're coming in a week after release, which like, whatever, I don't care. Like this is, this is how, this is how it Who is. Cares? Um, Who even cares? Nobody, nobody cares. Um, I liked that game a whole lot. Um, this was... I've heard a lot of like, mixed things from people. Well, yeah. So, like, in general, I think this is a game everybody should try, right? Um, I think you have to be okay with, like, adventure-style games, and you have to be okay with... It's not, like a, it's not like an art piece, but it's definitely more of, like, a very casual, laid-back like vibe or mood piece for sure. Um, but it is by far the, the best game that exists for just, if you want to be a cat and do a bunch of cat shit, like this is your jam. <laughs> um, it's, it's so, it's so charming. So like, okay, let's, let's roll back. This is Stray is by a studio, uh, a French Blue. studio. Um, 
Blue. What'd you say? Blue, blue 12. Blue 12 Studios. Yeah. 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 Um, I knew the 12 part. I couldn't remember the blue part. The blue 12 studio. They've been working on this game for like five, six years. Um, it's been like a whole thing. Um, really small team. And apparently like, I mean, you know, clearly like a love letter to cats and cat lovers. Um, but it's like this future, you know, I don't want to use the word dystopia, but it's it's like a city that has fallen into ruin. Right. And it's very much in the style of like, you know, Hong Kong inspired, like cyber cyberpunk city, with like lots of neon. Right. Yeah. There's there's automatons walking around that you'll meet and that end up being like major characters in the game that you'll socialize with and interact with. Um, but like when the game starts, like you're just a cat hanging out in like this kind of industrial, like heavy concrete, big pipes area with your cat pals. Um, and, and you can you, nuzzle you, each and every one of them. Yes, you can, which is awesome. Uh, you nuzzle them. You can, there's a rug you can make biscuits on. Uh, you can curl up and go to sleep. Um, those are things you can continue to do throughout the game. There's, there's lots of opportunities for both of those <laughs> activities. Uh, there's a dedicated meow button, which is like, of course there is like, why wouldn't there be? But like, you can just spam that shit. It's great. Yeah. Um, there's actually a, a, a very small moment in the first third of the game where you actually kind of get to use that to troll somebody. And it's, it's very well played and i kind of wish there was a little more of that um like i heard some people being like oh is this going to be kind of like a goose game style thing like you get to be an asshole cat and like it's more of like a mischievous cat um because like you just you're not even necessarily intentionally causing anybody harm you know you just do things that cats like to do like walk around on ledges and and, and push things off with your little paw and like knock cans of paint over or, um or like literally anything that's on the shelf or, or surface that you're on can be knocked off pretty much if you brush against it. Um, you can walk on keyboards, which is just brilliant. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's just like, just, just do cat stuff. Uh, and like the whole first hour of the game is you just kind of going through this city that you accidentally fall into because you take a, a misstep and yeah, sort of taken was... in the environment. When that Go ahead. The, when that first moment happens, I was like, just stunned and just I was like, please don't the kitty. No, um, I thought it was going mean, to like kill one of the cats. And then I become one of the other cats that I was with. Oh, I was like, that Jesus been, Christ game. But that would have been a choice. They didn't do that. Nah, they just they just do the cat thing where like, you know, your leg hurts. And so you're limping around for a little while and then you shake it off after like 30, 40 seconds and you move on. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Actually, no, that's in that case, the cat takes a nap. Right. And then and then it gets better later. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and yeah, so you just spend the first hour of the game, like exploring the city and, and kind of getting familiar with the cat mechanics and sort of the setting and, and how you move around the world. Right. It does a pretty good job of tutorializing. Um, what's interesting is like the cat is pretty nimble and can jump to a lot of surfaces, but it's not like free movement. Right. You, yeah. I was surprised by that, too. Yeah, it, it took it caught me off guard a little bit because I wasn't totally expecting it. And at first I even kind of didn't like it because I was like, this feels restricting in a way that I didn't expect. Um, but and, the, and restricting in a way that cats aren't right. Like the cat could just go anywhere and do anything. Right. But 
Um, so the way that it works is it, it shows like a, just a button prompt in the world over like any surface that you can jump to. So you just, you just point the cat at stuff and you'll get your jump button on a surface if you can jump to it and you hit the button and off you go. And so, like I said, that didn't feel great at first, but then the more I played the game, the more I realized it's actually super helpful because now I'm not fucking around with, you know, trying to jump effectively in the 3d space. Or you're having like the, like this Assassin's Creed problem where you go where you don't intend to go and you jump off a building and kill yourself or something. Exactly. And that's impossible to do in this game. Like you can't, you can't just die from a missed jump. Um, And so it actually becomes a really clever design choice because it lets you focus on traversal uh, in a way that's super low risk or like zero risk basically. And you're not fighting with the world like you do in an Assassin's Creed game. Um, And instead you're just going around doing stuff. And there's a couple of cases where like, it feels like there's surfaces that you should be able to jump to that you can't, uh, which is a little like that's more to do with just figuring out what kind of the logic of the of the design of the world is like at first. And I think you butt up against less of those things as you get further in. Um, and then you you reach a point where you get united with like a little floaty robot companion, uh, a droid, if you're feeling like getting sued by George Lucas. and um, is it uh, B12 is the name of the droid? And it ends up being a really clever way for you to, as a cat. My favorite can, vitamin. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Mine too. Um, as a cat, like it's a way for you to be able to, like you, you must, uh, I don't, they don't explain the mechanics of this exactly. All they know, all you know is that you need B12 to be able to communicate with the robot people that you meet in the world. And so presumably the cat must understand english on some level or like b12 can speak to the cat in a way that the cat can understand um and then b12 also sort of becomes like the inventory system for you because b12 gives you like a little vest that you can wear that it can dematerial like it just deatomizes stuff like into a infinity pocket basically um and b12 i know b12's got a regular pocket that it just parks itself in on there um and so then, like, it's a way for the cat to be able to carry things around and interact with the world, more or less, uh, through the robot, which is cool. Um, but it's this really funny moment, too, where, like, B12 ma- kind of materializes the vest onto the cat. So, like, hey, you know, now I can, you can carry me around with you, and you can call me out, and I can be a flashlight for you, and I can talk to people for you. And as soon as the vest gets on the cat, like, if you've ever put, like, a sweater or a harness or anything on a cat, you know exactly what it does. And it just, like, goes flat immediately <laughs> against the ground. It's like, I don't like this. <laughs> I hate, I hate that you put this on me. And then, like, you know, it gets, it gets fine again after, like, 10 seconds, you know, the gag kind of runs its course and and then you're off. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's very, to kind of come back to what you were saying before, right? You've heard some mixed things. I think it's, it's very exploration heavy. It's very heavy on the aesthetics and just kind of being in the world right and and it really is a game where if if that's the stuff that you like like if you like world building and lore through the world itself like environmental storytelling there's a lot of that um i think the art direction and the execution of the visuals are stunning like it's it's a gorgeous game um i mean i played this on the playstation 5 and it looks fantastic in 4k um and, you know, I didn't really have any performance issues with it at all either. It ran great. Um, but it's like 
when it gets into anything that's actually like more gameplay mechanic-y, like whether you're doing some of these very, very light side quests for some of the NPCs you meet, or if you're doing some of the platforming stuff, or if you're trying to collect items, like solving puzzles is really just a matter of visit all the places and make sure you've seen all the stuff and then you'll you'll figure it out. Like you'll it's it's very like yeah, it's just not it doesn't it doesn't demand a lot of you as a player, right? So the point isn't to have these challenging gameplay moments. The point is to use those as a vehicle to keep you moving through the story and through the world, right? And to kind of explore the space they've built. Um, I guess I just, it's weird. Like, I don't understand what people expected this game to be. Neither do I. I mean, I never knew what I expected out of it, but like, I don't know what you could expect of it. Like, realistically to then be disappointed by it yeah i don't get it either because i i feel like the trailers made it pretty clear this was like what it's without having to go into a lot of detail like i kind of knew what the game was just from seeing you know the the announced trailer and you know whatever one of the ones they released after that it's like oh yeah there's a cat game in a cyberpunk city and you explore cool got it right like yeah did they think did they think the cat was going to have a gun like i don't (laughs) I don't get it. There was no battle pass in Stray. I'm pissed. Yeah. Stray should be free to play. They should be doing procedurally generated roguelike battle royale with a battle pass. And you fight other cats. The end. I don't. Yeah, I I, I don't. I like I said, I think most people will actually get a lot out of this and will find it pretty fun. Um, There actually is some light combat in a section of the game that lasts for 45 minutes to an hour. Um, oh, wow. It's it's basically the, without giving up too much. Um, let's say, so how far in did you play exactly? Um, just the the intro pipes section. OK, um, did you did you meet like the little globby fellows with the glowy eyes? No, I well, like I saw them and then that's yeah, where okay. I stopped. Okay, so those are kind of like the main threat that you face in the game. They're called Zerks. Um, they, the in-game lore describes them as like an evolved life form that, you, or a life form that evolved from bacteria, basically. Uh, and they eat fucking everything. Like they can eat through metal. They can eat through just about whatever, right? And so they're a problem and they're fast and they travel in packs. And so like if if they get to you, they just kind of start sucking your life force out pretty much and draining you. And you can you can shake them off and you can avoid them and you're faster than they are usually. Um, but they're kind of a pain and you don't really have a way to deal with them other than avoiding them and just using the level design to get around them and like lead them around places and get them trapped. And um, and that's all fine. It's it's pretty low stress. And, and just again, it's. It's just the right amount of friction to keep things interesting as you're moving through some of these spaces where it's like less safe, right? Yeah. The robot people don't want to go, um, but you need to go there to advance your own quest, which is to get the fuck back out of the city and meet up with your friends. Um, uh, but there is a section where you get equipped with a device that can pop them, basically. Like just straight up, like you can mark them. Um, but it's very like, you know, you have to be careful and measured in how you use it. And it's not just like a, you know, it, it is not a cat with a gun. 
<laughs> by any means. But it is satisfying because they they literally just like they just pop. Um, and so there's there's parts of the game where you kind of you have that, and that's kind of a way that you move through, and you know. It, it changes the friction that you experience out from like the, oh, I have to avoid them into the like, okay, I have to be very mindful about how I try and whittle their numbers down. Um, but for better or worse, like that part is fairly short lived uh, and you kind of move past the point of kind of dealing with them again as you kind of progress through the city and move into like larger and more like dense areas. Um, it's weird because I'm like trying not to spoil the game too much for you in particular. <laughs> um, like I think most people listening to this will have played already at this point, just because it is like you can knock it out in one or two days. Um, but how, lo- uh, how long did you say it took you to, to finish? So it? it's my final playtime was six hours and 50 minutes. However, uh, at least 60 minutes of that time, probably more was spent getting an achievement, which was for there's it was a play it was a trophy but whatever uh for sleeping um for at least one hour (laughs) and it's it's a cumulative one i don't think you have to do it solid so like you can there's there's spots all over the game world where you can just curl up and take a nap right and the camera will like slowly pan out and it'll show you like a nice viewpoint and like the scene gradually gets larger um i posted a video on twitter uh like the day the game came out of one of those spots where the camera was fully out and it was just like a 60 second like okay here's like a moving picture basically yeah of, of this um so those are kind of fun just to like get a good look at the world um but if you spend a, like a, a cumulative like hours worth of time sleeping in the game you get a trophy or achievement for that so i went ahead and let that go while i was writing the review up <laughs> Oh, cool. I was, yeah, like, yeah. He, he, I was like, oh, I can I can have this up on the TV and just have the whole vibe right in front of me while I'm writing in the chair on the laptop. And um, I that, that worked out OK. Uh, but so then I got the achievement. So like actual time playing the game was under six hours uh, okay. to complete it. it. It was probably like five and a half. And I'm pretty thorough and like did like th- m- several of the side quests are optional. Um, not all of them, but there's a few uh, that you don't have to do. So you could probably, I mean, there's also an achievement for getting through the whole game in under two hours to like give you a Uh sense of how quickly you could get through it if you were very motivated um, and kind of knew all the puzzle solutions. So um, yeah, I like that game a lot. I highly recommend it. Uh, Would you play a stray too? I mean, I think the length of the game is great. Um, I think it's, it doesn't overstay its welcome. You're never in one location for too long. There's, times where i wish i could have spent more time um but yeah like i I think it's it the length is really good but i did feel like i want more of this world like i'm interested in kind of how all this stuff came to be um there's this story point where basically like all the robot inhabitants of the city used to be like they were called companions and they were basically like servant robots. Right. And then Janitors. when the humans just, dis- yeah, pretty much. Uh, and when the humans disappeared, they like had nothing to do and they didn't know what to do with themselves. And they didn't have, like they weren't sentient at the time, right? They just had programming routines. And so apparently over time, they just started emulating human behavior as a means to like try and just occupy themselves. And then over the course of doing that for who knows how long, 
they did start to develop sentience and then become like people basically. Uh, and there's some interesting lore around that and like the way that some of them talk about it and uh, like books that they read to like continue um, furthering their understanding of what it means to be a person basically. So it's stuff like that I think is really interesting. Like it's, it's a, it's a cool twist on this sort of future dystopia, like, or like post, I don't know if it's post-apocalyptic or what. It's kind of nodded to that maybe that's the situation. Um, I believe I've heard dyst dystopian as like the, one of the descriptors around this game. So I think it's okay yeah. to say that. Yeah. And actually, yeah, I think that act knowing some third act things that happen, it is fair. Uh, but it's it's different from what you would normally expect when you hear dystopia. We can we can revisit it maybe once you finish the game. Um, yeah. But but it's certainly like you know, in the context of the, the larger world, it's it's like post-apocalypse type scenario. But what's happening inside is like a little harder to describe. It's like, I guess, also post-miniature apocalypse or miniature extinction events. Um, it's more localized. It's, it's very interesting. So like, I want to know more about that world and about that city because um, it's it's a cool premise. Um, and yes, I would play a straight two, uh, 100%. <laughs> What, do you think like there could be like a free roam mode added to this game that would work? I don't know. You mean like one that got rid of the button prompt to jump system? No, just or? more, just more, just like here's a section of a of the game, and you can just kind of walk around and do whatever, and there's no enemies. Oh yeah, like a true exploration walking simulator mode. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Well, so a lot of the game kind of is that way. Okay. Um, to be fair, uh, and it's, it depends on the section of the game. There's some sections of the game that are very much free roam, go at your own pace, do whatever you want, like poke around, see everything. Um, and, and so like those chapters just kind of are automatically that I do think it would be. I wonder the, the, the segments that are more action oriented, like, I don't know if they'd be that interesting to do that in. Yeah, there were there were a couple places where I felt like I was being rushed through the or like not even that just like, oh, I would like to stop and look at this environment for a little longer. Right. For more than just the fleeting few seconds that I am allowed, you know, to take it in as I sprint for my life uh, from these weird bugs. But um, but yeah, like you could totally like, well, here's what, what would be useful is there are. OK, so you can once you finish the game you can unlock chapter select uh, and that allows oh, you to perfect. go back through and, and replay chapters. And that allows you to pick up uh, collectibles that you might've missed. And the only, the main collectible in the game is just filling in memories for B12. Um, I'm not going to spoil B12's whole thing, but B12 like is kind of has the, I only have this vague idea of who I used to be because uh, it's actually a consciousness that's downloaded into this robot uh, that floats around with you. And so you're trying to help B12 remember who they used to be before all this stuff. And you do that by scanning stuff that you find in the environment that's very obviously highlighted. Um, and so those are the main collectibles. So anything you miss, you can go back through and get in chapter select. The problem with it is you still have to play the chapter in sequential order, right? And so there's areas in some chapters that don't unlock until you progress far enough in them. So okay. a version of this that was more like, hey, this whole zone is open for you just to walk around in. Um, from that perspective would be nice. But I think even for like replaying 
an area that you want to look at again. There's some parts that you can't access until you advance through um, some gameplay objectives. And so being able to just free roam um, would be good. Yeah. Do you remember the the trend that I said that would come out from this game? No, I've already forgotten. My brain is garbage. That there would be tons of videos of people playing oh, Stray and then their yes. cats watching them play it. Yeah, and you you called that perfectly. Perfectly. Like, ah, God damn it. Why didn't I do that? <laughs> um, it's like I said, my brain is garbage. Uh, yeah, no, like you you absolutely nailed that one. Uh, like launch day, launch week was just filled with videos on Twitter and Instagram and every platform of, you know, people's cats and dogs uh, yeah. watching them play. And uh, my cat was nowhere to be found and not interested. So <laughs> even even just like if you hit the meow button. Constantly. I didn't I should have tried that. I should have tried to attract his attention and see if, if it would have worked. I feel like I don't know. I, I could still do that. I could as soon as we're done, I can go upstairs and do it right now and see if it works. But um, no, I didn't. I didn't try to, to troll him into into that. Oh, my only other complaint, um, which is not a real one, but I was like. I kind of wish there was a feature that let you customize your cat. You yeah, know? I've been hearing that one a lot. Well, technically that's possible. Well, yeah, if you play on PC and mod it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do like the, the Garfield mod for sure. Yeah. yeah, that one's very funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, I that is definitely one of the things that I've heard is just being able to make your cat maybe look like your cat or right something, you know, just I don't. Yeah, I, I'm kind of surprised as well. But yeah, who knows? I, I get the reason why. Yeah. It, and it makes sense. And, you know, it's like artistic vision. And I do like the cat that is in the game. I think it's a very, it's a gotta fine save cat. Got to save it for Stray 2. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they'll, they'll go bigger and better and f- fluffier. I don't know. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a delightful game. Um, you can read all about more of my thoughts about it on the site. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do recommend it. And it's on PlayStation Plus Extra. I want to say oh god is it extra or premium god these fucking tears <sighs> uh now i have to type this in straight playstation plus i'm gonna reiterate a thing that was already said uh oh extra and premium okay so as long as you have extra you you, you can play stray quote for free <laughs> on playstation um the, the the PlayStation Plus tiers are so goddamn confusing. And it's mostly because it. you've it you just have three different words plus, and I realize the, the base tier is essential, so that one's a little less confusing, but plus extra premium are all words that mean more. Right? Yes. So like I mean premium is a you could argue, but the point is just like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I don't know. It's mm. I wish there was only two tiers. That would make this much simpler. Or the one. Or the just one. Just raise the price a little bit. Yeah, I I get why they didn't do that. Um, I think that would have pissed a lot of people off, myself included. Uh, yeah, maybe so. I if I I, I it, you know I don't really play PlayStation that much anymore, but it is kind of like stuff like this that just kind of makes me not like want to engage with the platform. Like there's just. <sighs> 
well, things that like I don't have access to. Like it, nothing was taken away, but like just, no, like if I want the more the things that I would get just from Game Pass, let's say like if things were reversed and Stray was on Game Pass, like there's no extra to it. It's it's just part of it. It's part of your subscription. Right. Well, I mean, that's kind of what they're doing here. It's just because they have this multi-tier PlayStation Plus system where, you know, it's the the differences between the three tiers are so much more granular than when you get on Game Pass. Yeah. Um, like, and, and there's a reason Microsoft's moved to simplify their their offerings in terms of what you pay them for, right? And I think that was smart. Um, what I will say is I think PlayStation especially like looking at the lineup on extra and premium between uh, July and then the fact that they're putting the entire Yakuza series on that uh, in August. Um, granted, they're breaking that up between the two tiers, which I think is shitty, but or the two tiers above essential, which I think is yeah. bad. But but I kind of had I had a thought where I was like, OK, you know, when Game Pass came out, the, the value proposition on that wasn't as good necessarily either right like it, it was basically hey you pay us the subscription fee you get day one access to all of our first party titles which at the time wasn't a lot either right it was you know crackdown and forza and gears yeah. and like there was stuff there but it was intermittent right and it was spread around spread out throughout you know you get like a couple a year that you were really excited about and then they put indie games on there as well so the catalog was narrow but over time it has grown into this thing that is like a must have almost like if you have a PC or an Xbox or both, you are almost stupid not to pay them for game pass. And right. like, and it's, and like I have it and like, I don't use it as much on the PC, but like, I don't like, I know if I fire up my Xbox, I've got stuff to play. Um, and I don't have to buy the copies of games again on that platform. I think it makes a lot of sense. I think we could see a future where the PlayStation Plus tiers get to a similar level. But I think that Sony is going to need to cut the shit and just merge extra and premium into one tier that is just premium. And like, especially if you look at the fact that, you know, Game Pass Ultimate includes xCloud streaming, which was kind of you know, one of the selling points that PlayStation was making around, you know, uh, premium, including all the PlayStation Now stuff, right? Right. Um, I just, I don't think it, I don't think it holds water the way they're doing this right now. And maybe this is a way for them to test and see like, okay, well, what do consumers actually want, right? And what are they willing to pay for these things? And yeah. so I think we could totally see a change in pricing structure, hmm, maybe in like two years, I don't know if they're going to do it as soon as next year, but I, I I suspect that this is hedging more than anything else, uh, in addition to very business driven decisions. Um, but I also think if they see a high enough sell through rate on that premium tier, you know, you could see them merge uh, at some point. So I don't know. I think it's I think it's got potential, but right now it's horseshit. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's not a hill like I'm going to die on and and no. And, you know, lose sleep over or whatever, but it just PlayStation just for me other than like 
the actual experience of playing on a PlayStation 5, like the UI, the navigation, you know, the games, like that is what is important. But besides that, like I kind of just don't care. Like I'm not going to upgrade my PlayStation Plus subscription just just until they fix it, essentially, you know? So yeah. like that, I'm just going to, that's just how I'm going to handle it. Yeah, I think I think that makes sense. I've, I've had moments in the past couple of weeks where I thought to myself, well, if I wasn't subscribed to Game Pass, I would more seriously consider upgrading to one of the other tiers of PlayStation Plus, right? Like, it does make sense. On It's starting, it's not starting to make sense. It could make sense at some point. Yeah. Um, but my bigger problem, as usual, is just like, I don't have, <laughs> I don't have time to play anything other than what I'm playing. Um, yeah. So like, I mean, it's like, not there. I will say that like the back catalog of of the PlayStation games is interesting. Like, I would love to play Siphon Filter. Yeah, yeah. You know, just random stuff like that. I would. Uh, I think like Infamous is on there. I'd like to go back and play that. I don't know. Yeah. Did you ever? Did you ever play it originally? Which Infamous? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've played I only one played and the two to completion. Uh, they're nice. awesome. Like. Yeah, it was it felt like a game changer uh, in terms of like how those games were were being approached. Yeah, I really liked Infamous one on the PS3. It was a lot of fun. Um, I should play two. I think it I think I own it. But um, yeah, like there's I think there's a lot of opportunity to play good stuff there. And given enough time, I think there's plenty of value to be had. But I think when you put it head to head with what Microsoft has with Game Pass, it's just not competitive yet. Did you see that they uh, Microsoft retired Xbox 360 games? I did. For the gold. I'm pretty sure they ran pretty well through the the catalog that they pretty much gave it all away. So they've been they've been scraping the bottom of the barrel for over a year there. So (laughs) I was not surprised. Like, yeah, we've reached the point where I wasn't even redeeming shit anymore. It was just like, eh, I don't need this. I'm never going to play this. Yeah. Who cares? Um, That's fine. I I think they have their reasons and I think they make sense. But it's interesting to um, just jumping to another topic. I do think it's interesting though that we're starting to see developers, we're starting to get to that point where games are only being made for PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X and yes. PC. Like we're getting to that stage finally. We we're about to cross the event horizon two years out. Like we were almost done two years since the consoles came out. So yeah. That's that's fucking wild to think about. Um yeah, and so right, like supporting hardware that's two generations old or software that's two generations old it's like yeah like let alone one um but i'm i'm glad for that like i think we're i think we're gonna start seeing the quality of stuff that's made for the current platforms can like increase as a result of well hopefully hypothetically is as a result (laughs) of like more dedicated development time for them right yeah um sony did say well i think both both sony and microsoft have talked about supporting the previous generation a lot longer than the previous cycle though which i'm i mean i'm totally fine with that it's just i feel like the supportability of multiple generations just kind of hurts certain games because they have to be playable on an older system so therefore the the more powerful consoles don't really get pushed to their limit as a result yeah 
Yeah. And that's, that's probably not universally true, but it's certainly, right. Right. It wouldn't surprise me. Right. Or like, or maybe if they're not being pushed, it's like, well, yeah, like by virtue of not being able to put as much development time into optimizing thoroughly or which is, that's a, that's a Reddit complaint if ever there was one, but like, you know, I mean, I think it is, it is a thing that, that probably does happen. Right. Um, is the new God of War coming out on PS4 or is it PS5 only? Do you know? God, I, I have seen like that conversation, but I don't know what the answer is to it. I'm looking. I think uh, that it is. Yes, yes, it is coming out. Because I seem uh, to remember some sort of like kerfuffle because people thought it was only coming out on PlayStation 5 or people were mad that it was coming out on PlayStation 4. I don't. Like there was a thing that happened like mm. shortly after it was announced. Yeah. That it wasn't clear what like if it was only new gen or it was going to be both, but like people were upset that if it was going to be supported by the by the last generation that it was going to hurt. Right. Was it anything similar to the whole debacle around originally Horizon Forbidden West? Like the PS4 version wasn't going to include the PS5 upgrade because I know that was a whole thing. Yeah, that and was another thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel like there was. Do you remember Puddlegate with Spider-Man? Oh God, I try not to. I try really hard not to think about that. But yeah. Oh my God. Do you think in the PC release the the puddles will finally? achieve their true potential i hope so jesus <laughs> um man well let's see uh other than than kitty cat games um kitty cat games i've been trying so i mentioned a few shows ago i've been like working my way through jedi fallen order um yep. i'm almost done with it i've been trying extra hard to blitz through the end because of reasons i'll talk about in a few minutes but um Oh man, like that game was going slow and that game is long. It turns out in a, in a way that I wasn't expecting. Um, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but I do feel like I'm really torn. I really like the level design, uh, in, in Jedi fallen order. And I think I'm impressed by the amount of work that went into creating these really well realized versions of these locations that we've either seen before in movies or other media or like have been uh, like mentioned in other parts of the Star Wars universe. Um, it's like, you know, running around on Kashyyyk for like a couple hours is pretty neat, like seeing all that stuff. Although I also felt like Kashyyyk was maybe 45 minutes longer than it needed to be. Um, and and I, as I've been in the back half of the game, that's kind of been my feeling in general is like, boy, like, some of these planets just feel like they could be a little more streamlined. I don't know. And maybe it's just because of my obsessive, like explore everything nature, right? Combined sure. with the fact that the map system in that game is very good and shows you everywhere you haven't been very clearly. Um, but I, I ended up, here was my problem. I wasn't not, I was not playing the game in dad mode at first. I was playing on normal difficulty, which was fine. Uh, very doable but not as time efficient. And so right. um, after failing the fight with the ninth sister on Kashyyyk, like more times than I care to admit, <laughs> uh, 
um, I was like, you know, I could, I know I can win this fight if I actually slow down and am more patient. I don't have the time or patience to do that. So I am now turning this down into dad mode and we're going to go. And it's been much quicker since then. Uh, I've been able to progress a lot faster, but you know, you know what we need to bring back? What? Uh, the, the phrase from, uh, bad company Two. When, uh, the easiest difficulty had a description and then there was like a key, uh, two words in there that were like amazing. Let's uh, see if I can. Well, yeah, let's this. see. Let's see if you can find it, but it's so good. And I, I am surprised we still don't use it. Like this is, I think it's the only place I've ever seen it used. Do you remember what the phrasing is? Yes. Okay. Well, go for it. Uh, it's, what was it? Uh, I might be messing up like the, the way it was presented, but it was basically uh, the easiest difficulty was basically saying that if you just want to do a content tour. Oh yeah, that's good. Um, so yeah, content you, you, tourism, like sure. I love that as like a phrase yeah. for just like getting through a, a game like on, on easy mode, dad mode, story mode, whatever. Yes. No, that's great. I like that as well. Like you, you hear like, yeah, story mode is kind of the popular difficulty like name. And that's what Star Jedi Fallen Order calls it. Um, and I've also seen other games refer to like a tour, right? As in the description. But yeah, content yeah. tour is a very specific term that I would like to see the industry adopt as well. That's a good one. Um, <sighs> yeah, I, so yeah, I think that game is awesome. Like I love. Yeah, it's great. I, I love the the blending of like Uncharted with the Dark Souls and then the Metroidvania yeah. stuff. Like it yes. kind of shouldn't work, but it does. Oh no! It, yeah, it shouldn't, and it, it works beautifully. It's like it's peanut butter and chocolate and banana all mushed together, and uh, it, but in the right proportions. Um, Elvis would love it. He would. Yeah, and there's probably some bacon in there somewhere as well. Plus, it's like a really fucking good Star Wars thing, right? It's like probably one of the best Star Wars games ever made easily. Um, you know, uh, shit guy who I can't remember the name of. Um, uh, blah, 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 blah. Really? You're not you're going to. Oh, it's because uh, I Cal? Uh, Cam Cameron Cameron Monaghan, who plays oh, Cal. the real, real guy. Yeah, he's great in it. Um, it's actually like really cool seeing like uh, Cameron Monaghan and Deborah Wilson. And it's like one other actor I recognized in there. But like it, the really good performances in, in that game in general, it feels very legit and well realized. Um, and yeah, it's just it's, it's it's a it's a very good game. I wish I hadn't played waited so long to play it. But um, I'm also now in the point of like, OK, like I get it. Like I'm excited to see the story come to a conclusion. I think it's a pretty well told one of those it's a good star wars story um you feel like a goddamn jedi the whole time in the right ways which is good um but i also want to wrap it up because i got i got stuff to do i got more games i got more content to tour yes uh so yeah. important question yeah tell us your lightsaber build uh you don't have to do the nuts oh, and bolts boy. part of it but like <laughs> how many blades how many hands what colors how many hands? Um, I don't know how to answer that question. I mean, I roll with the double bladed saber um, as my default, I think. It's so a point. That's two. 
Oh yeah, sure. Two hands. Um, well, I'm at the point in the game too, where you've like Callus had to rebuild his lightsaber, right? You had to go yeah. to and, uh, and, and build a new one. And so like, you can do the split saber thing, which is cool. Um, but yeah, usually the double bladed one, I think I'm rolling with a cyan colored, uh, beam at the moment. Um, I wish I could tell you what, uh, what the names of all the parts I'm using are, but it's very, yeah, like I, I, I certainly yeah. don't want to ask. That I can, uh, I can screen cap it and send it your way. How's that sound? Um, I, like I can that. go into the editor and show you what I got. Um, I'm using like a, like a blue silvery metal on the, uh, like as the finish and the material on the, on the hilt as well. So it looks really nice. Um, but yeah, uh, I love, I love that that element is in there as well and that you can do so much customization of, the, the lightsaber and really personalize it and make it feel like yours. I like that, you know, Cal and, you know, BD1 and was BD1 or BD8? BD1. BD1 right. and then the the droid from the films is something. BB8, right. Yeah, that's why. Uh, and then, okay, playing through Jedi Fallen Order and having BD1 as your droid companion and then playing through Stray and having B12 as your droid companion was like, yeah. Ah! Um, yeah, and then the the mantis, like just all the customization you can do of this stuff is great. I love that. Like it's it's really well done. I do think like there's a few rough edges here and there, um, but mostly it feels good. And I'm also playing several years and many patches like post release, and so like I feel like the experience I'm getting is probably a lot better than most people got when the game came out. Well, um, this is this also has like a 60 FPS patch, right? Yeah, it's the PlayStation Five uh, patch of, or version of the game. It's like technically it's not a patch, right? It's oh, a, it's not okay. No, it, it's just, it is a PS Five version like release, which is like okay. you know it's it's somewhat upgraded. And yes, like that does include the sixty FPS toggle, um, which obviously why would you not turn that on? Um, I'm trying to remember what else, if anything, was specific to the PlayStation 5 version. I think probably just, you know, yeah. upgraded visuals and like, you know, higher resolution textures, etc. Um, game runs great. Looks great. Highly recommend. Um, plus, it's on sale for like 10 bucks all the time on PSN. So there's like, it's it's probably worth picking up. And it felt like it. I mean, I could have got it on the PC as well. And I think it's on Game Pass. So like I could have played it on the PC that way. But uh, or the Xbox, come to think of it. But it just it felt like a controller game. And one that I want to play in the living room. And I feel like that was the right decision. Yeah, I, I had a great time with it. Um, since you asked, I did dual wielding lightsabers. I'm, I'm uh, glad you heard me ask. Yeah. <laughs> right hand is green. Left hand was like like the deep blue, the the standard oh, Star Wars. OK, blue. hold up. So you can actually opt into that and you can you can have them split. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't notice that option. OK, continue. That's cool. <laughs> So there's that. And then like the, the construction is mostly like black and gold. Yeah. That's nice. Like very ornate. Yeah. Um, Oh, I had the realest question. Which poncho Mm. are you using? Oh God. Um, I'd have to look up the name of it. It's the last one you get. It's like the, the dark, the very dark charcoal gray with like the yellow Chevron on the bottom. Oh, sure. Sure. It was mostly a joke because I, (laughs) <laughs> it's just so fucking funny. It's all ponchos is options. Like there's like all one ponchos or two all things. the time. Like, why did they not design other outfits like standard Jedi outfits? Even 
It is interesting. It's just Cal's look, man. I, I was rolling. I probably played like a good, the first third of the game without the poncho. At first, I was like, I don't want to wear this fucking poncho. Uh, and then I was like, you know, you there's some like clothing customization, but you realize very quickly like, oh, the number of outfits you can put Cal in is minimal compared to the number of ponchos that you can put him in. So uh, back to the poncho, I guess. I don't know. Um, it's fine. Yeah, I'm doing like. There was a point where I was in like the the yellow orange flight suit and then like the bright yellow poncho over it just because I thought it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, hi, I'm being sneaky. But um, yeah, what, what was your what was your outfit of choice? Did you care or did you go poncho list or what? I just did like the default one or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Easy enough. Usually just, a good answer. I don't know. It just it didn't matter once I realized that the only thing I could do was have a poncho. Then I just, I just really stopped caring. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Like why bother? Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, that game's good. Um, I'm going to try and wrap it up over the next couple of days. Um, reason being, uh, now is as good of a time as any to talk about it. Uh, this is an idea that I've been kicking around, um, with you and with some, you know, one or two members of the the Discord server we hang out in, um, because this is the year of the backlog, and because I am trying to make my way through like downtown. all the major, <laughs> <God damn it. laughs> making my way downtown through my backlog. Uh, <laughs> I wonder. It's a shame she doesn't get royalties off of all these terrible jokes. Um, as I'm trying, <laughs> I can't reset it from that. <laughs> as i'm working through my backlog um i'm trying to hit all like the playstation stuff i missed for the couple of years i didn't own one and now that i've gotten through a lot of the things already and i still need to play horizon forbidden west which i finally bought but like need that's just like a time sink i'm not ready for yet um plus it might be good to kind of have a break since you just came off of like i know you're hot off of it and might want to play it it's probably for the best to have a break from that i think so well and and that was what jedi fallen order was kind of meant to be a palate cleanser originally i was like okay i'm gonna play this and i'll come back to horizon but i think you're right i think having another game in between there might help um but I also like to play some of Forbidden West for Game of the Year considerations later. Um, sure. Or at least just so I have the context. Anyway, that's easy. I can put a few hours into that at some point. Um, so in light of the fact God of War Ragnarok is coming out this year as well, uh, I figured I should probably make sure I play through the 2018 God of War that people have been raving about since, well, 2018. Um, and there's other people who are interested in playing around the same time to prepare for the release of the new game. So we thought, hey, why not do something fun with this and have a game club, uh, which is, you know, uh, like a book club, but for games, right? So, oh, um, yeah, I'm glad I'm I'm glad you explained it. Uh, I mean, it honestly, it went over my head the first time I thought it up. Uh, I didn't really get it until I explained it to myself. And so <laughs> I feel like it was important to. Uh, uh you were like charlie to, day to with the the board behind you yeah exactly exactly well also like you say game club and it's like what the fuck are you talking about uh, yeah, like, yeah. This is, we don't have jackets this isn't a membership thing it's a like hey i'm gonna start working my way through god of war 2018 and what we're gonna do is 
basically every time we sit back down um, to record, we're going to do a check-in on my playthrough progress, right? And I think you had expressed interest in doing this along with me. Yeah, but I, ha- I have a conundrum about it. Yeah. Uh, but yes, I, I am interested. So, well, I, just need to I know what your conundrum is, and, I, and all platforms are valid. Just just choose. choose I know, your... but like it's it's do I pick up from where I left off, which is like halfway through the game, or do I start over on PlayStation because the game's going to like the sequel's coming out on PlayStation? I don't know. Yeah, that's a that's a just a choice you got to make for yourself. Because um, it's like I I beat it on PC, but like I would want to play the sequel on PC, but it's not coming out at the same time. So well, so they, so you've played it on PC. Why not just play it on PS5 and then you can have the comparison. My, my brain won't like. let me do that. Well, then why are we even having the conversation? You know what you're gonna do. <laughs> well, but that's the thing is I could just wait on Ragnarok until it does come out on PC. Oh. Oh, That's, oh, I see. Uh, but I'm yes. talking about for for the 2018 playthrough or like. Replay. Oh, I know. Like, are you, I yeah, know. OK. OK. Well, you could. Um, this is, I don't this know is my brain, go. man. This is this is what I go through every day. <sighs> it is a, that is a uh, difficult place to live. It sounds like on it when it comes to decisions like this. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the answer is play it on the PS5 this year and then play it again on the PC when it comes out then. OK. Yeah. That's that's the answer that, you know, you and I will both do. <laughs> let's be real. Yeah. Um, so the thought is like, let's pick. And because you played this before, you might be able to help kind of um, guide this a little bit. Um, I'm sending you a link. Let's pick like, you know, uh, the game is broken up into chapters, right? And so yeah. let's pick like which chapters we're going to play through for each chunk so that way we can kind of break this up cleanly and make sure everyone's on the same page um and because we only record seem to record every other week (laughs) that gives us a little bit of time to get through things so i'm looking at this chapter listing and i don't have a concept of like how long any of this takes but i'm thinking like the first three journey chapters maybe for the first chunk so it would be the marked trees, path to the mountain, and then playing up through the end of a realm beyond uh, as like the first chunk of things that we would play for this. Um, and I want to make sure that we're like spreading this out enough. So I that, think that's kind of a lot. Is that a lot? So maybe just the first two, maybe the marked yeah. trees and path to the mountain. Yeah, that sounds yeah. Good. that sounds reasonable. OK, so and that'll be easy because even if it ends up being less than we think, that's a good way to get started and then we can sort of figure it out from there. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So if you want to like do game club along with us um, so you can kind of be up to speed as well, or if you haven't played the first one, then please do. Um, And then you can kind of hang out for our discussions um, while we kind of touch on this every every show. So for the next episode, we will have both played through the March trees and path to the mountain uh, on the main quest line and then whatever other side stuff. that there might be as well. Um, I'm looking forward to this. I'm excited. Um, yeah, this is this is another one that's long overdue. Um, so that's exciting. God of War Game Club, we're doing it. Um, I, so I'll tell you this: if yeah. this were any other website, any other YouTube channel, any other Twitch channel, this is like some Patreon locked behind some higher tier thing that you'd have to pay for. But we're yeah. giving it to you for free. That's right. That's right. We're just throwing it in here because uh, we love you. And also we don't have the kind of fucking time it would take to produce additional content, bonus content. Run a Patreon. Uh, 
can you imagine? I've thought about it, but it, I don't have the time or the energy for it. I like part of me wishes I did. And part of me is very happy that I don't because that, that life sounds like a lot. <laughs> um, but I do. I just love making shit, you know? So. Yeah. Um, cool. So we'll do that. Uh, looking forward to reconvening um, and, and kind of talking about our first little jaunt into God of War 2018. I'm, I'm so excited here, to finally get caught up on the boy meme. Real question. Yeah. Uh, why haven't you played it sooner? Yeah, so there was a period between 20, 2018 and 2020. It was only two years. Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, there was a, a period of time between those two. Almost, It was like two and a half years, if you actually look at it on the calendar. Is that right? No. Two years. Basically, two solid years where I did not own a PlayStation of any kind. And lots of stuff just came out in that window, it turned out. Um, and so... So I missed it when it came out, um, but I got it as part of like the PlayStation 5, like PS Plus package. Yeah, so why not, why not even like that? Well, uh, I just I was playing other stuff, right? Like it was just lower priority than other things. It wasn't on my radar and I was like, I'll get to it eventually. Yeah, I was kind of the same way, but I was also kind of intimidated by it a little bit. I think I was too. Well, and I didn't really, I've played parts of the original, like the old God of War games. But they never really like resonated with me because I felt like they were too edgelord for my taste. Sure. Um, like the combat in them felt good. But I also I didn't own a PlayStation 2. Like the, the PS3 was the first one that I ever bought. Okay. Um, and so I just didn't have the affinity for the series that that people did. And so therefore, like I wasn't as motivated to play through, you know, the new uh, the 2018 God of War, even though like it was very evident that it was a very good game. Right. And I knew yeah. I could tell I'm going to like this one. Um, but I just, yeah, I just was, was, there was always something else that I wanted to play more, I guess is what it came down to. And yeah. now I've got my reasons, right? <laughs> to, yeah, to totally. Um, I'm, I'm happy to have, have played it, you know, as far as I did, like it's very good. Like it is every bit, everything anyone has ever said about it. It's just, it was just one of those things like some of these Sony games just get, you know, into that prestige category that it, it kind of almost gets off putting. Yeah, that is 100 percent true. Um, and it's it's all just like comes back to, boy, I wish I had more time for this hobby than I do currently. And I know one day I'll get it back, but um, but I have to be very choosy. But yeah, I have I have now choo choo choosy choosy moms choose Jeff choosy dads choose god of war i don't know i, think, I don't I think know that I just know works that work. i doesn't maybe <sighs> so yeah quick save game club kicking it off with god of war 2018 playing through the first two main quest chapters and we will talk about that next time um i think that's gonna do it for the show this week i think we've got a good beefy app under our belt here longer than i think either of us expected we would have and that's good it is good we're, we're generating content baby um this ain't no bites this is a whole meal no and we keep saying we're gonna record a bites and then we keep not doing it uh but <clears throat> that's another problem yeah um anyway so yeah that'll do it for this week thanks so much for joining us on quick save don't forget to visit us at savingcontent.com for news and reviews uh, that review that I wrote of Stray is up for your consumption. Uh, 
I did a preview video of X Zodiac uh, in early access. Man, I should have t- wait. No, I talked about that. We last talked time. about it last time. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah, last time it was it was about to no, go. You up. gushed, now man. So, you were gushing. Oh, I was last so excited. Time. Yeah. Um, and that's that's the the current stuff. Is when is that review you're doing going up? Uh, next Thursday. Cool. Well, that'll that'll probably <laughs> that'll probably be out before we do another show. So. Uh, you've got that to look forward to. A uh, new episode of .exe, our sister show, is available. Uh, where the, this week they are talking about frame rate versus I mean, graphics. It's really a, a brother's show. It's a brother-to-brother show. Yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> if you have questions you'd like to have answered on the show, or if you have feedback, or things you want to hear more or less about, or if you just feel like saying hi, send an email to quicksave at savingcontent.com. Uh, and if you like the show, tell your friends, help us grow, leave us reviews on, you know, whatever platform you listen to podcasts on that does reviews. iTunes helps a lot. Uh, Spotify is good. Do they do stars on Spotify? I don't even know. They they do ratings now. I don't, I don't know if it's stars. But hey, another thing, you could just play the episode. You don't even have to listen. Just play it. And, uh, let me let me give you an actual, an even better, uh, even more fun tidbit. You can just download it. Like, I don't think yeah. you even actually have to play it. It still, it still counts. Uh, okay. Just, just, just subscribe. Tell your friends to subscribe. Help us out, and you know, maybe listen if you feel like it. Um, <laughs> uh, we just we like to see the numbers go up because apparently that is good. That's what we want. So, uh, until next time, you know what they say.